0: Welcome to the 24 Stories Podcast, that aims to educate, inspire and help build brands. I'm your host, Stephen Ryan, founder of 24 Stories, and I'll be joined each week by guests from a variety of industries, here to tell you how they built their brands. Welcome to episode 4 of the 24 Stories Podcast, thanks again to our partner SkillsBase, and this week we have a really interesting guest, Um, I hope he doesn't mind me saying it'll be the oldest guest we've had on the podcast, but somebody with a fantastic backstory, Um, having been involved in photography for over 50 years and also been heavily involved with Cork City Sports. I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast, uh, Tony O'Connell. Welcome to the 24 Stories podcast,
1: Tony. Thank you, Stephen. I'm delighted to be here. And uh, it was nice to see I'm in a place where I actually did the, the actual official opening of this place in 2017. I think it was 2017 anyway.
0: So you took the pictures. I when? took
1: the pictures for the for the opening. Was
0: it the Lord Mayor or something? Because the Lord
1: Mayor was there. I can't even remember which Lord Mayor, because I I forgot yeah. so many Lord yeah. Mayors yeah. over the years. Um, but I, I I remember being here actually very much. So, and it was a nice occasion as well. And it has, has changed since I was here last. A lot of upgrading there done. Yeah, so. it looks
0: fantastic. Looks actually. fantastic. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm admiring your studio here. You could be. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, what would they call it important people came into this studio. Yeah, and you're in uh, another one. We live to tell the tale, anyway. Even though we had tough times over the years, so I had to kind of pare back my job in Fort Harvey a couple of times in my lifetime yeah. because of uh, recessions oh. and health wise and all that type of thing. So I, I had a couple of restarts, as they say, a so, of and, and I've got there, you know, that kind of. And I'm retired now since 20 officially, since 2012, 13. Yeah, and I kind of, but I still, my doctor, I had a couple of health issues, and my doctor told me to. Never give up. He says, just keep on going. Tip away. Use your camera skills. And I love the landscape of Ireland. Yeah. And any opportunity, I'm going to do that. And even on a website, I have, it, I have it up there, actually. And I haven't even a fraction. I have the best part of over 50. I've had best part of about 50,000 images on my archive, actually.
2: Yeah.
1: A uh, lot of a pictures. A lot of pictures and a lot of time and effort and stuff like that goes into it, you know. But I have to say that my, uh, my life story as such is very varied. I had a, a tough old life. My mother died when I was only 13. I oh. was the eldest of six at that time. Yeah. And my father was self-employed. So uh, at that stage, he had a tough life. And we were lucky that we all, were all kept together. So we had six, six, I had six siblings, as they say, yeah. brothers and sisters. I, I was saying there a while ago, I'm, I'm delighted to be alive to see. I have two great-grandchildren. I have great-grandchildren. I, there Not just be,
0: grandchildren, I great-grandchildren.
1: Great-grandchildren. And I have, uh, I have five grandchildren and two great-grandchildren. How uh, many kids? Three it? kids. I had three, three kids, kids. I had two. Uh, so the
0: family has expanded over time. Yes, with its exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have um,
0: two daughters and a son. Yeah. But uh, take me back, Tony. Take me back to being that 13-year-old. Yeah. You know, were you still in school? Or like what happened then? I, I was actually just finished
1: school, my primary cert, as they say. Okay. And then I went into, at that time, you, you went to the Technical College in Parnell Place for a couple of... Uh, was that the
0: equivalent of a secondary school at the time? well, yeah.
1: was, well, yeah. But also then as well, I kind of went to the College of Commerce. I did night courses and marketing and, uh, and economics. And, I could, uh, and I'll always remember a couple of the teachers there. And actually, they were excellent to me. And Al brought me on a lot on that side. So, and yeah. it stood to me as you went back in, in business and stuff like that as well. The only thing I always was short of was money. <laughs> it's, it's kind yeah. of like a lot of people, I suppose, yeah. today. Yeah. But I, it always yeah. evaded me. Uh, kind of just evaded me. I could never have enough, as they say. Yeah. And my wife was my rock. My yeah. wife, Patricia, and my family, my direct family, Valerie, uh, Karen and David, and now their husbands and stuff like that yeah, as well. Yeah. And my gra- and my grandchildren, they really keep me going. I really kind of, uh, I lo- I love them so much and they love me, I know, yeah. which keeps me going. But I had a great life. I had a tough life. But then again, I worked in so many different places before I did photography. I I was working at Fort Harvey when I was in the man's shop in Patrick Street. In and the drapery drapery trade. Okay, so it was a, a men's clothing shop? Men's clothing it? shop. Con Murphy's is still there in Pasadena, yeah, 60 yeah. Patrick Street. Yeah. I go into them all the time for anything I want and I get a special discount. And was it Con
0: himself back then?
1: Con was there. It was actually Con that brought me into the Cork City Sports. Khan was the actual president of Cork City Sports at that time. Yeah. He was a great man, big into sport, and uh, he was a sports fanatic, and his son now... Niall, actually, who's there at the moment? Niall is big into sport, and I'm very friendly with Niall as well.
2: Yeah.
1: And and,
0: uh, and what did you do in the shop? Were you? I was selling. Yeah. Uh, I
1: Said I cleaned the windows as people had to do in the time when yeah. you went in as a
0: yeah.
1: as a trainee. You cleaned the windows first thing in the morning, swept the front of the shop, which I don't see many doing at the moment. Yeah. And uh, that it was great training, and it stood to me over the years as well in business. You had to sweep outside your shop. When I was in the Northman Street and whatever in my gallery and stuff like that as well. And I found uh, the the whole thing was changing, like going back from 2012, things were getting not great around that Mm -hmm. particular area. So eventually I said, look, I'd have to pull the plug. I mean, it it just wasn't happening for me. And eventually I said, look, you know what I'll do? Look, I'll work from home and see how it goes. And uh, it it worked out all right. No, I wasn't making big money or anything like that. I was scraping through actually life in a lot of cases, Mm -hmm. but I had very good friends in business who supported me. Or anything that I was going, they'd ask me to do the jobs and stuff like that. So I was, I was great. And then I, uh, about, I went from, I went to the Franciscans for three years. To in, become a priest? I didn't become a priest. I went into the brotherhood was, and tried to try, the plan? To, try to, to try the actual scene. Yeah. To try the scene, and I went from sixty-one to sixty-four in St. Anthony's in Galway. Okay. Which is the NUI, you know, that's where I was actually.
0: Or well, where the university is now. That's
1: where I is. That's where the university yeah. is now. I was up over the main door as you came into the college. I yeah. was, that was my room upstairs actually yeah. there. Lovely. But like we've we had uh, some great times there and some great lads there uh, who stayed on uh, became priests. And some of them are in St. Francis here at the moment. And I've got a few friends that are around the, the country that were with me yeah, as students at that time. Right. Great training. And I can tell you, I have to say, it's one of the best trainings to live in community, to live in a family and in a community and I always feel sorry for the secular priests who actually are living alone in a house. Yeah. Where if you're if you're in an order, like the Dominicans or the Franciscans, you're living in community. You're sharing your, your troubles. Yeah. And you can and you have no problems. Yeah. In a lot of cases. If you have a problem you can share with your friends. And you I call them friends. For three years then and my when my mother died then, as they say, you know, well, she died well before I went in, yeah. but like when I went in, my, my novice master at that particular time, he says, Tony, now should you go home and just see how the family are and keep keep an eye on them? Because uh, it's not uh, not an easy thing to do, you know what I mean? And were
0: you able to go back and forth? I was, actually. Yeah. So I, were you able I, to go at the weekends or how did it work? No,
1: I, I, was, I was kind of on on going inside all the time, yeah, but I was allowed go for, if I had a problem at home or anything like that, I was allowed to go. And I remember actually that uh, Father Marcellus, who was our novice master at that time, and he says, look, go home and see how you feel. And if you feel like coming back, come back. And if you don't, there's no animosity whatsoever. And that was a great education, I can tell you. And uh, you could share anything you had from an Ida Ida. There was a priest there at the time, Father Roger, Father Roger Clark, an elderly man. I scored a confession with him, but he you you would never get out from him because he was an actual fantastic storyteller. Okay, you know, yeah. Fantastic storyteller. But I got great training there and I have no regrets. And I met my wife and my wife I, I knew before I ever went in there, so it was only a matter of continuing. We waiting life. She
0: waited wait, wait waiting for wait
1: and yeah. I said, Everything well, and she was great. We got married in nineteen seventy two, the same year we went into business. 1972.
0: Um, what did you do between 64 and 72?
1: Well, I actually came out and actually I worked in the self-drive in Johnson & Perrots in Emmett Place.
0: Yeah.
1: I was in the... Recep- Where Upper
0: Lane is now. Where Upper Lane is yeah. now,
1: yeah. I, I went there and then I was transferred to Shannon, which I was kind of the manager there for so many months. Yeah. And then I was still doing photography even at that particular time. So it was kind of a hobby it in It was a hobby at that time, yeah. yeah. That was a hobby all the time. And, like, I never liked Shannon, in <laughs> actual fact. People say to me after they lay, they're they listening to me now, God, it was a very quiet spot. It was not a great place to be based. So, I'm sure I'd be nearly home every second night. Yeah. Because I had a, a, a self-drive cars at, at my disposal. like plenty cars. Yeah, well, kind of yeah. Well.
0: When you mean self-drive, was a rent-a-car, right? Rent-a-car, it? Yeah. yeah. Rent-a-car, Johnson yeah. &
1: Paris. They went to Avis then. Avis took them over then. Oh, that's right, yeah. right. Yeah, you know, so uh, in that side of it. And I had... Uh, I had some great friends in the self-drive and still have an extra bag, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, I never short of a car if I have a problem with my own. <laughs> so, in
0: 72, you decided to go go on a solo run, I suppose, and, yes, and exactly. set up your own place. It was actually the same year we got married on the 8th of March, 1972.
1: We're 50 years married this year.
0: Whoa, congratulations. In
1: March, we were the 50 years married. And uh, yeah. And... Uh, my wife and I, she stuck, stuck by me at uh, two thick and thin, yeah. two good times and bad times. Yeah. And I can tell you, we came through it. You know what I mean? It was actually a difficult time. A difficult time. I must say at the beginning, we lived in a flat in the, off the Northman Street, yeah. wherever the case would be. And eventually we got accommodation out in the middle farm, all the there since, as they say. <laughs> you
2: know?
1: And so you got married in March and when did the shop open? Uh, well, we, we, we were actually practically open that, that month.
0: The same month the same to month. open a business. And, and I got a play- we, play- we were play-
1: there in Kyle Street originally. Yeah. And it was only a small little place. Yeah. I had a studio. It wasn't five foot square, very small, yeah. only head and shoulders type. So I was beginning to kind of do business shots and stuff like that as well, you know. Yeah. And it was just ideal for me doing that. And eventually I kind of maybe only opened three days and then you'd do nothing else for the two days. You'd be on the computer at that time. It was only starting on the computer. Yeah. So it was getting your stuff developed and ordering and numbering your stuff and all that type of thing, you know. So, it was, it was, it was very interesting, but it was the right challenge,
0: I could tell you. <laughs> yeah, it was probably tough to convince people as well that it needed oh, for, you needed... Very much know, so, yeah. I mean, I,
1: I, I remember it was like uh, doing weddings and stuff like that. Weddings, I did a lot of weddings over the years. And I uh, actually met, met a person on the last... Uh, last Thursday in town she said you know you, you did my wedding 47 years ago oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> I said you still remember me I said I remember you anyway alright and she said, you didn't change much as I said to her <laughs> you know, she was
0: delighted, she was delighted that, that. Yeah, yeah yeah,
1: that's right Yeah, yeah. but like I had um, I had a lot of chance. I did a lot of business photography when I say business photography I did stuff for IB Bank I did the City Hall I did a lot of work in the City Hall it's so a kind Columbia. of
0: corporate PR Corporate, car- stuff. yeah.
1: it was mostly corporate stuff I did and and people always said to me, "You always dressed well, even though I mightn't have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> enough. I yeah. might be wearing the same suit for maybe so many years." But you the... up or right it, I, yeah. And I I always found that if you're a photographer, you should be dressed yeah. a, uh, properly going to a function if it is an important function. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah. I see people other photographers now coming in, they're in jeans and jumpers and stuff yeah. like that. And I have too to casual. Say, too casual. I mean, I I like casual work, uh, casual dress as well. But there's occasions for that, like as well, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I was in the studio you now here, like you, I'd be casually dressed like yeah. you are now yeah. as well. Like me
0: with the hoodie. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. That's
1: the way to be, you know? <laughs> that's the way to be more relaxed and yeah. stuff like that as yeah. well, you know? Now, it was a, a very difficult times, you know, kind mm. of as well in, in the 70s. And the,
0: the early 80s, I'd say, were tough as oh, well. Oh, the early 80s. In I'll, I'll,
1: I'll never forget it. I mean, that was a terrible recession. I mean, I had to, cl- I had to kind of close the doors. Yeah. For many months, you know, that kind of, a, I had to go on the exchange mm. at that time and get a subsidy and welfare and stuff. And I have no, I have no problems in doing saying that. And the, the shop just closed. Just closed, and I, I was lucky enough to be in the position that I was able to open it again. When things improved a bit a year later. So it just
0: sit idle for a while and It was yeah. idle. It
1: was a small little place in Kyle Street actually. That's yeah. where
0: I was originally. Yeah.
1: And that was actually, I don't think there was anybody ever since took it up where I was.
0: And was it the fact that corporate PR just dried up when the whole well, thing? Well, actually,
1: it, it got to the stage I, I didn't need a place. Yeah, because the corporate stuff, all I was doing was going to their place of, of yes. time and then photographing yeah. Yeah. rather than they coming to me, you know, yeah. that kind of way. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to do head and shoulder shots I'd have to set up studio in a, in yeah. a company mm-hmm. and, yeah. and do their work, and which I've done a lot of over the years. And uh, the worst thing that ever happened to me, you, you'd borrow from the credit, you know, and you'd borrow from the banks and whatever yeah. the case may be, it's just very hard to try and pay it back and stuff like that, which you survived, you know. Yeah. And in all fairness, most of all these people were very good to me. They were very good and uh, kind of supportive and what have you as well, you know. So, like, it was great to see that business was supporting business.
0: But it was hard, I'd say, you because, it was hard, you yeah. know, yourself and your wife and then you're probably raising a young family That's right. yeah, and yeah. through a real tough time and, well, and, you know, worried about the cash flow coming into the business. Well, and I stuff. can tell you, I can say even
1: that today. We, we still worry about yeah, cash flow always. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I'm going in 76 next year
2: well,
1: in June. So, like, actually, and I'm... I'm now kind of retired since 2012. So I all I do is my doctor, I had a couple of health issues as well. Uh, I suffered terrible from kidney stone problems and I had yeah. fierce problems with my eyes. Actually, my eyes yeah. was a big problem. They say for a heart stone, retired, they go blind. So I, I'm very near <laughs> that flash. at the moment. So yeah. uh, I kind of was was lucky. I was lucky actually that I yeah. got through everything. Through good times and bad times. And I say, but I, you know, I have no regrets. I have no regrets. People were very good to me. And as I said, the only thing that ever actually evaded me was finance. <laughs> and I, and I'm, we're, all, we're all looking for that now, I think, actually. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it has gone full circle, you know. But thank God, you know, we're alive and kicking and my health isn't too bad now. And when did you move from Coyle Street to North Main Street? Then? I moved there in about, uh, I was 20 odd years in North Main Street. Like you're talking about, I was there about, uh, I think, I can't remember the, the day, but I can remember the day I, I left it was the 16th of March, 2013. I left Northman Street. I had a lovely little gallery going there, and I actually had I had four exhibitions in the Vision Centre now St Peter's Church
2: yeah.
1: uh, of my images of Ireland, which was very popular at the time. I'd always go around this time of the year for an exhibition, but they were costly enough to put on. But I got a bit of sponsorship here and there from them, and this in all fairness to the Vision Centre St Peter's, who were associated with. The city council at that time, they gave me a very good deal. Yeah. So they knew the situation and they helped me a lot. Yeah.
2: You know? So
1: I yeah. was I was delighted. And a lot of the Lord Mayors over the years, all political parties, they yep. were so good to me over the years and still are. You did sure. a lot of press I for did, them? I did a lot of PR stuff for them and yeah. what have you. And like, I remember, as they say, from uh, I did the Queen's visit, I was the official for Northern City Hall for the Queen's oh, visit. Yeah. And I was the official for the Prince Philip yeah. at the time. Uh, at the time, they caught me out. They, they brought me out of retirement and, and and got me in there and do my bit as well, you know, because I had the experience to do it as and well. did you so, get to speak to them? I did. I did, well, actually. What they like? Well, actually, I found them very lovely people, you yeah. know, very lovely people. So she was a lady, really, in all fairness, you
2: know. Yeah.
1: I mean, the only thing I always find, I thought, if she was left out more in the boat, she'd be even better again, you know. Yeah, she was a bit restrained. And she stuff was restrained. Like and you yeah. could see that in her too. Mm. And I remember a nice little story in the English market, actually, with her, uh, her uh, husband, yeah. Uh, he was, there was a little chocolate place in the by the fountain there. That's right, yeah. And he went over to pick up a chocolate. Yeah. She stabbed him in the hand <laughs> and said, you're a diabetic, you know, oh. like myself, because I'm a diabetic yeah. type two as well. She stabbed him in the hand, Like, which was very interesting, you know, yeah. to see yeah. and to be able to associate with that, you know, as well. They're down to work as well. They're real know? people at they're the real, end of the day. They're yeah. real people. As well. And I must always say, no matter who you are, yeah. you'll have to die. And you have to do the same things as everybody else yeah, has to do, you know. Yeah. But like, I've—I've I've, uh, philosophy of life is actually, don't hurt anybody. Mm. Do the best you can for everybody, yeah. and they'll come back to you and help you. And yeah. they did. I can, wor- I can actually see that out. To be honest with you,
0: you know. When you're photographing somebody like the Queen or mm-hmm. Prince Philip, mm-hmm. um, do you get nervous? No, no, no. no, no. Did you just? See them as just any other person. I just see
1: them as I'm photographing anybody. Yeah, to be honest with you, you. know, no, I have to say that you'd uh, you be courteous and everything like yeah, that. You'd have yeah. to respect the the yeah. dignity of the offices and stuff like that as well. And I always found that I had no problem in doing that at any stage. Yeah, I would step back if I had to step back, and I would do. But there there are situations where you don't photograph a person.
2: Yeah,
1: and there's person. There's times when you do. So let's it, it would respect that kind of a yeah. thing with people. Yeah. You know it's uh, like yourself actually uh, behind a desk and you're interviewing people and you have people had tough times and mm-hmm. you kind of uh, you 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 see them for what they are you know kind mean? of and i'm a very very honest individual i can be honest with you yeah i kind of i don't cut corners i don't uh, yeah. uh, say things i don't mean yeah. anything i say i mean you know what I mean? Yeah. actually our last guest here was elder o'kelly last yeah. Actually, i like to give her a mention yeah.
2: as yeah. well
1: because elder has been a great uh, 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 soldier for me as well. I can lean on the soldier. She's been very good. We've been great friends over the years in the Sales Institute and the Executive Institute. And we grew together and uh, we all helped one another. Mm. And it was great. It was a great uh, fraternity, as you call it, really. We were more than a business organization. We were very friendly with each other and stuff like that. So we uh,
0: we really survived and that was a great event. And is that important as you're going through the various recessions and different things because you've, you've gone through a few of them now at this point the 80s, uh, the 90s, the uh, and 2008s uh, or whatever. I uh, know without a kind of, uh, you know, I have to I have to compliment and I have to
1: say being been a few uniform all my life. yeah, I have to compliment the present government. Yeah. The three parties there. Yeah. They've really looked after the people who need looking after yeah. in all fairness through COVID. I had COVID as well and my wife had it. We came through it, yeah. difficult times. And to we were sick. Yeah, we were sick. I had terrible pains and yeah. stuff like that, but I bad headaches and stuff like that. And but did I, you have to cocoon, remember? Oh, I did, yeah. Yeah. What, what was that like? I think it was terrible. Actually, I'll I never forget it because I'm not a person for yeah. sitting down, yeah. as you know. I'm, I'm out and about all the time. Yeah. And for me to sit down and kind of be four walls and not doing anything, I was just nearly cracking up, being honest, you know.
0: And was it was it a long day. long
1: days, I'll tell you, I'll never forget the days I thought and the nights, yeah, I mean, I thought i you will be praying to go to bed you know, the kind yeah, of way, yeah, and I'm not a television person, I have to say i'm a, I prefer to be out and about meeting people, and uh, that's my kind of way of life, I love getting out my wife said to me, where are you going today? I'm just going out and going to meet somebody for a coffee or yeah. a chat, whatever yeah. the case to be. And, like, and all that was taken away. That was taken away for two years. And I mean, I had my great-grandchildren in COVID times. Yeah. And they're living in for my, I couldn't see them. I couldn't go to them. All I was looking, for it was on, 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 on a on phone the, or something, on, on the phones. Yeah. I couldn't hold them, you know, yeah. the which I was dying to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's extraordinary. Like, uh, I couldn't wait for it to be over to see them more yeah. than anything else. And like my, my, my daughters and, and, and son and and, uh, and my son-in-laws now. They're all so good to us. They are great. I have a daughter-in-law. I have only one daughter-in-law and I, I have it so
0: the laws are great, and all yeah, so but yeah. we're, we're a great, we're a great close family. We're very lucky, you know. So that must have been a tough time. So like, if you go back through, like you know, seventy six years next oh, yeah. year, yeah. was that kind of one of the toughest I, times say, in terms I'd of?
1: I'd actually say it was that, along with my mother dying. Yeah, that there were the two times in my life that I thought I'd never get over. To be yeah. honest, you know. And I'll always remember actually the time my um my. Uh, my mother dying and we lived in the Western Road and she was buried in St. Finbar's yeah. Uh, Cemetery. Yeah. But the funeral was in St. Peter and Paul's Yeah. and they, at that time they'd walk behind the hearse. That's right. And I'll always remember walking, I still so vivid with yeah. me, uh, walking behind the hearse and it stopped outside our door in the Western Road. I'll never forget it. It
2: was tough for a 13 tough. year old. It was tough.
1: Even as I'm talking you know. Never...
0: Yeah, I can see it yeah and like that's you know what sixty sixty three years ago, yep. still vivid that's in right. your so memory
1: seventeenth of July in nineteen sixty but um, it's amazing like really, but you you have to you have to be strong get yeah. over and for the rest of your family and yeah all that you know, but we're lucky, all the family, my sisters and brothers and all over the case they're all they're all fine we're all fine, thank God, yeah, I had a sister, my the 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 sister underneath me died some years ago. She had a kind of a disability as well, okay. but like she, uh, like she was very good up to the very end and yeah. died suddenly, actually at the end. Yeah. But um, Anne, she was a, she was a great girl too. But um. Like she lived with an aunt of mine when my mother died. You see, there was a lot of problems like that as well going back the years. Yeah. But like we overcame all these things. They are parts of life, you know.
0: Huge challenges. Yeah. And when you see young people today, do you think that they have it
1: easy? Oh, for God's sake, lads, I, I often sit down and I say, what's, what's up with you lads? Yeah. <laughs> Would you just get on with it, you know. Get yeah. on with it. And I say to people, you know, there's a, there's a lesson in life, I always say. Make sure you help one another. Yeah. And share things with each other. I think this present uh, generation, there's a little bit of selfishness there. Yeah. And there's may fain and forget about everybody else. Yeah. But I was always tri- uh, taught to be, a, when I was uh, coming up in life, to help one another where you can. There's often things, I, I, today now, I mean, I've done photography for a lot of charities. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. charge for yeah. and stuff like that. That's, Yeah. It gets me out meeting people yeah. and I said, that's my reward. The financial thing isn't the reward anymore. And you so feel I, good enough And I feel good that I'm after doing something good for mm. people and stuff like that as well. You know, even for uh, anything I've done in charities and Marymount Hospice and all these people that I've done photography for, I never charged them in a lot of cases, you know. <laughs> and then uh, the likes of, I always praise the likes of Catherine, the, the penny dinners and stuff that. Yeah, like. She's a great yeah. woman and she's done her thing put her time into it and in all fairness, I love to see people doing like that. Yeah. And when I was uh, saying to Francis, that's the way of life of a Francis, can you help one another? Yeah. And I, I kept to that all my life. You kept life. those values kept even those into values. the business. Even to today. Yeah, yeah. Even today. There was often, there was often people came in to me uh, and actually had even getting married mm. and they wouldn't have the money to actually pay for the photography. Yeah. I often did. I reduced it so much just to cover my costs. Yeah. So that I could I give them a photography and stuff like that as well. And that's the way I go today. I actually still do that today. I get an odd job. And what it does now if I get an odd job, mm. it pays the extra bit on top of the old state pension and stuff. Yeah. It helps us to survive, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like, it's great. But as I say, I have to praise the government today. The present government, they have looked after the, the elderly people yeah. very well. And I praise them for that. And a lot of people are cripping and crying about the government. I have to go the other way. Yeah. I say I have to support them and stuff like that. It's great to see what they're doing. They're not leaving us on the, on the shelf, as they say. You're not forgotten about Not forgotten you think?
0: about yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. No,
1: yeah. And I love all politicians. I don't care who they are. I kind of listen to them all and I make my own mind up. I don't sh- shove anything down anybody's yeah. throat,
0: you know. You never thought about going into it yourself? I did, years ago, did yeah, you?
1: yeah. Years ago, yeah. I was asked to stand in the council going back to the years in Bishopstown area and uh, I would have tried it for my wife. She said, no, I'm going to be knocking at all doors at night looking for that." So she, she said, no, no. No, keep to the business. Keep to the b- that's right. And so I, take
0: their pictures instead. That's right,
1: take their pictures. And I, I you know, so I admire her for it. When you sit down and think about it after She's right. It's a tough job. It's, it's a tough a... job. Yeah. yeah. It is. No, in all fairness, I, I help a lot of counsellors. Yeah. A good friend of mine, I have to say, the two of them actually, Dr. Yeah. John Sheehan and Tony Fitzgerald. Yeah. They're two nice people, yeah. yeah. genuine people, Yeah. do the best they can for everybody yeah. and whatever the case be. Yeah. They're my two main men. And of course, Sean Martin. Yeah. I'm naming people now. Of course, you know the politics stuff, Yeah. Sean Martin and Terry uh, Shannon and yeah. uh, the lads there. They're so good, like in all fairness to me. They're, they're
0: and what about the Taoiseach himself? Because so, oh, you're right. naming a lot of members of his party,
1: I, I take My, my Taoiseach uh, is my, what would I call it, my hero.
0: Yeah. I was his
1: photographer in 92, 93. And his was Lord Moore. And I'd, often people ask me who was the busiest Lord Mayor of all. And, said, and I said without any hesitation, was Nihal Martin. Yeah. He was working morning, noon, and night.
2: Yes. And he still is. Yeah.
1: It's extraordinary. an honest individual I can tell you and I know him very well now yeah yeah, you couldn't ask for more from a Taoiseach yeah quite honest with you
0: and did you um, did you get to photograph him officially as a Taoiseach I didn't I, I I I didn't not as t no, no because
1: I, I was kind of I'm retired. Yeah. Since he It would retired. be
0: nice to do it before he finishes up That's considering true and nice. you got him as a lord mayor. Well, I
1: have covered a couple of events now that he's been opening and stuff like that. So I've,
0: you so you took his picture, I took his and picture. Did, Oh, I did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I did
1: I view, actually the last one there I did last week which was kind of another one of my support charities that I like supporting. Sister Jane Murphy. Yeah. She opened Needle House there in oh, in, right, in, uh, in Henry Street, isn't it? Yeah. And so he opened that there and he spent time with the people there. I and he took pictures it of was that? Amazing. I took I did pictures on the paper, on the echo. Ah, so
0: you did take photographs? I did so, too. So you so got I him did. over the years? I ears. did,
1: I did, yeah. yeah. I did quite a lot of it. I actually did an awful lot of him when he was actually uh, canvassing going back the years before, yeah, uh, yeah. before government and what have you. I used to have to travel with him and yeah. cover the events and stuff like that. So, there, he's a great man.
0: I, could, I, I couldn't praise him enough, being honest. Mm-hmm. And did you get to photograph the previous Cork t shook back in the 70s as well? I was his photographer for six years. For Jack Lynch? Yeah, I was.
1: I was all over Europe with Jack Lynch. Whoa. I spoke with... I, I photographed with Jack Lynch in Brussels and Luxembourg at different meetings. Them times... Them times, you kind of each government had to have a kind of usually a journalist and a photographer travelling with them.
0: Now, they have as a paid. full-time
1: job, kind of it was full. Well, not a full-time job, but yeah. they, you you had a contract work. You had to go yeah. out there with them, yeah, and you had to photograph at different meetings and yeah. different organisations they were meeting, and you'd have to develop them in Brussels, and you have to put them into the archive in Brussels, which I've a lot of stuff in there of him. The the last photograph I took of uh, of Jack Lynch's t-shirt was taken in his office. And It's actually hanging over here in EIB IB in '66. So just inside Cook Street entrance. Whoa, it's actually hanging there. They ordered that from me, and they were. Right
0: so no wonder you got the car loan. <laughs> so,
1: so, 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 actually, it was great to see. Like, but he, uh, he was actually, yeah, he was a, he was a father figure to me. Yeah. And my granddad, who's the man that brought him in to politics, Stephen O'Connell, my granddad, your grandfather, as he was a BL, as you know. Yeah. And he he, he worked in the courthouse, and he was meeting my brother. And my father, then, my father was a Jack Lynch. He adored Jack Lynch. Yeah, Every and was it all time.
0: the connection with the Glen and stuff like yeah. that as well? That's right. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. My granddad was a founder member there at the Glen and the Glen Hall and stuff like that yeah. as well in Blackpool. So I've, I've connections in that regard, like actually, you know. yeah. So I kind of, find that, uh, I, I was born into into
0: politics. Really, you had no choice. You well, were well, kind I, of I, it, thrown into well,
1: it. I, well, actually, I'll tell you a very good story. Actually, regarding my granddad, he'd be preparing the boxes for the elections. Yeah. And I lived in the Western which was only up the road from the courthouse. Yeah. And he was preparing the thing. And after school, going back the years, yeah. he'd ring me. Yeah. And he'd say, will you, uh, will you come down after school? Yeah. Up in the Marduk? I said, yeah, Grandad, I'll be, I'll be down. He said, I want you to pair some pendle, pencils and put them into bundles of 12. Yeah. And whatever the case would be, and put the different sheets for the different polling boots yeah. into the, uh, for the, ready for distribution yeah. to the polling boots. Trust everyone, I get a half crown on a Friday, just like winning the
2: lottery. Brilliant, yeah. <laughs>
1: like winning the lottery. But I had great times like that now, to be honest. Uh, my, my granddaughter's getting married next year. Yeah. And I'm doing that wedding, I said. I'm so, going be out of retirement to do yeah. that one. Yeah, i will be do special it my, though. My only granddaughter, I said. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'll do that. And uh, that'll be my finale from a wedding. Oh, you want to officially I, retire from weddings then? At that point, well, I'm, I'm officially retired from <laughs> weddings. anyway. I'm yeah. only coming over time to do hers. Yeah. I said I promise her I do it. Yeah. And uh, if well, God spares me, as they say, if I'm alive and kicking, uh, so you have to. You don't be taking things for granted either. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah. You know, when you get to a certain age, you're three score and ten. I'm over that now. So every extra day is a bonus, and I find that. Um, I find that to s- just look after one another, I and mean, I, that'd be yeah. my thought for anybody in in life today.
0: Make sure you look after one another. Yeah. And you you obviously like to continue it, like with the bit of photography. So the it's landscape just, stuff. Yeah, it, my landscape it, it, is the uh, passion uh,
1: has continued even yeah. after retirement. Yeah, yeah, like all my all my relations come from. Well, most of them come from West Cork. Okay, they come from rascarbury, My grandmother was Anne Carney, and it wanted the. One of the the, the doctors, she was a midwife actually. She's from Rossgarberry, and um, she died very young as well actually. Yeah. And uh, I I do I'm at the present point I'm doing my history of my uh, of my ancestors kind ancestors of genealogy genealogy thing. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm started. I'm starting to do that now. But I said I'm out to getting stuck in so many places as you go along. You yeah, know that you yeah. get up to, a and a lot of the records were kind of destroyed were, here yeah. as well, so they it's were, not as yeah. easy as yeah. other
2: countries. That's right.
1: Yeah, like my grandfather was. Uh, my grandfather was over eighty when he passed away. Yeah, my father was eighty two when he passed away. Yeah, so am I might there's longevity there. There is. Yeah, is and you're looking and, uh,
0: fresh yourself for, for some that's seventy five. Yeah, well,
1: I keep I I keep very active. I walk a lot. Yeah, uh, I've had a hernia operation this year now, right, which is. It slowed me down a bit. Couldn't drive for six weeks, which wasn't a bad thing either. I had to walk. Yeah. But yeah. I, anyway, you know, I'm I'm healthy enough. I feel healthy enough, being honest, you know. I feel healthy enough.
0: And you're um, active in, actively involved in the Cork City Sports. Oh, well,
1: I I'm, I'm, I tell you, Cork City Sports is like my second job. Yeah. It's actually nearly my full-time job at the moment for the simple reason I'm raising finance for, a, It. we're into a, the 70th year next year. Oh and uh, which isn't easy to do on a voluntary basis, all yeah. this stuff, you know. Yeah. And they're all voluntary, all the lads, is, uh, it's, it's it's a volunteer's job. Yeah. Yeah. But all the lads in it were either ex-athletes or ex-business people. Yeah. And that got together and said, we do it. it was it was founded out at the Draper Sports going away in 1949 yeah. and stuff like that as well. And there was a couple of years we missed because of the tracks were, in, were being repaired and all yeah. that type of thing. But like it's now into the 70th year, it's hard to believe. I, I can't believe that actually I sold programmes as a young fella for it, as thirteen. Thirteen, yes. Up uh, in the Mardike, yeah. And actually how I did that because I I when I was inside in the man shop and then Murphy's at that time, there was yeah. Mick Canavan there and Con Murphy was involved as well. Yeah. And they asked me would I go up and and, and sell a few programmes with a couple of young fellas that I knew. Yeah. And she went, oh we know she would we got a half crown or whatever. It was. <laughs> we were yeah. able to get to the pictures, as they say. Yeah. Uh, the following week or whatever the case of be but it was great and I enjoyed the athletics. I cycled on the grass track in the Mardike myself Yeah, going way back when he was he uh, cycle races in the grass track and uh, I used to get I never missed a year of course we lived in the Western hole, so the Mardyke was it's like our play- next door to you uh, or, yeah. or, or, or the Mardyke was our playing area to be honest yeah. with you. I went to primary school in St Joseph's in the Mardike, so like all our stuff was related to the Mardyke there you know as well you know. And we- did you
0: stay involved Every year. Every year I stayed
1: involved. I sold programs right up to it and then I'm I'm involved in it and as I say, I became P.R.O. of it.
2: Yeah.
1: I I did some officialdom up there and, you you know, watching the corners and doing things like that. And then actually came back and it was turned up as P.R.O. because I was fairly good at the P.R.O. job, yeah. And did uh, did uh, as I said in the College of Commerce in Markey and, and and that type of thing. And yeah, it helped me that line, you know. Yeah. And I was into media. I liked the media because I was dealing with lads and lads in the media when I was in photography as well. Yeah. And a lot of the lads in photography still, uh, photographers and whatever, I'm very friendly with them all. I yeah. was never in competition with them because I was a PR for rather than a press photographer. Yes, <laughs> understand. So I never kind of stood on anybody's toes. Yeah, and I'd always ask them, look, just in case, I'd always clear my clear my lines before I'd be mm. step in their toes, you know. And they always appreciated that as well, you know. But like they're so good to be known, the city sports, the Echo are our, 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 our sponsor, the are 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 a sponsor in ninety six of them, or or media sponsors. We had we had. Uh, Fuller Marketing, now, know, Fuller, who helped yeah. us out a lot last year and the year before, and I'll tell you, well, this year I should say, because last year we had nothing. We had well, two because years, of COVID, yeah, we it had was COVID, we had, yeah. we had none. So coming back from COVID was difficult enough, you know. Yeah, uh, it was actually. I mean, you're trying, I had to try and keep my job as chairman. I kept in contact with our sponsors, yeah, where I could, and get extra ones if we could. Yeah, and then on the opening of it this year, when I said I was taught I'd have difficulty. We would putting it on, and went, or, or head. We were kind of a dozen fellas on the team as such. Yeah. And now everybody pulled their weight, in all fairness. Joe Hartman, who is our meet director, who organizes all the things. He was in Tallinn recently now. Had to go to try and tie down athletes for this year yeah. and stuff like that as well. But he's he's a great lad because he was an athlete an Olympian himself. Okay. And we have a couple of people like that, like Devil O'Rourke's father, now Terry, great secretary. Yeah. And then we have Mark Walker, our treasurer, and, of course, we have Liam O'Brien, Mr. Athletics, we call him, because he lives in MTU and he does all the events all yeah. over the place. He's yeah. an excellent uh, lad. In all fair. We're a very good team, in all-fair, a close team, and we help one mother where we can. And uh, it's difficult now, t- I must say, with the likes of you. Your, your, we haven't a recession next, next year yet, but it will be a bit difficult for yeah. everybody in business. Yeah. And you can see that around with places that are closing. Yeah. It's a pity to see it. Uh, I have been there, done that, so I know how you know what feels. it's like. I know yeah. what it's like for people have to uh, retire and mm-hmm. can't afford to continue. You know, yeah. And there's not enough money out there, and you know, you have to say you can't get money easy. To, you can't get money easy you now to buy your house, or so you can't get nothing yeah. like that. So yeah. it's all criteria. Yeah, it's all gone away from the personal type of thing. You know, uh, I've uh, I've a terrible problem with that. You know, I remember when they a uh, uh, very good story actually. I won't mention his name, but I had a great manager in AIB in 66 old man. I bought my car. Yeah. I bought my car going back the years in, in 2005, and I had it for 17 years. The same car? Same car, 17 years. I had 269,000 miles on it. Whoa. And I bought it, actually. I remember the manager said, see, look. Uh, I said, look, I haven't enough money to buy this car. Yeah. He said, you write a check for it. I said, I have no money in the bank. How would I, yeah. how would I pay for it? Write it, he says. I look after it. That's how easy it was going back in two thousand and five. Yeah. You couldn't do that today. No, not a hope. Understand, you know. But I, I, I and I paid it back. I paid it back, and uh, I always think of him actually in different times. And I said, "Geez, how good it was." Yeah. And you paid it back, and it pre- the big problem you have today, and I find that with financial institutions as well. And I mean, the credit union is very good to people, now as well, and stuff like. That. If you have a problems, they can deal with you and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of kind of hard, this hard banging at the desk, I want my money, no, no, yeah, no, you know, yeah, kind of way. Yeah. And people just haven't got it, yeah. you know, in mean? a lot of cases. But I do see, I see there's a bit of a change and I think there's going to be a bit of a change in the next 12 months with, with regarding that, mm. you know, people that will have to be looked after and, you know, people were good to people when, they, when things were good, when yeah. things are bad, you have to be good to people too, you know. All times, yeah. You know, that's right. And a, I'm a firm believer in that,
0: you know. Mm. And over the years, you must have seen phenomenal athletes take oh, part. unbelievable, sure. Who were shall the ones we, that stood out? I mean the ones
1: you, you'd have, you couldn't just pass our own Sonia's alone? Yeah. And you know, there were so many of them there. You had Rob F. Heffernan and, yeah. and Rob in the walks. We put on special walks for Rob because of the situation when he was world champion. Yeah, that's right. I organised his homecoming actually when he was coming to Cork down in Soho there. Oh, and that's Sean, right. Sean, I was Sean, at it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Sean remember yeah. that. Yeah. And we had a great night that night as well and stuff like that. But... Um, we we enjoyed it. and like uh, we had some great athletes there. I mean, geez, we had Marcus O'Sullivan, all yeah. the Coughfellas there. So they were great. And they're still they're still coming up. We have the Dara McAllheny's now coming up. Yeah. And you have uh, Louis Shannon. Yeah. Louis Shannon. Sure, so yeah, there's there's great athletes coming up, you know. And we are, we're there's going to be very good times in athletics coming for Ireland, you know, in the next few years, you know, because things have improved from a training perspective and from coaching strength and conditioning, all that, because my son is a strength and conditioning coach in Mardike unit in UCC. Yeah. And like, uh, it's amazing, like how, how things have come on that way, you know?
2: Yeah. And they're
1: they're being looked after. They're being looked after by uh, by the Athletics Ireland and all fairness Athletics Ireland. They look after us for for our event as well. And like, we're indebted to all these people because we can put things on. But just getting the finance to do all these things, yeah, and like yeah. uh, athletes need a lot, need a lot of help. Yeah. They have to go to uh, warm weather training and to do different things. And yeah. you know, I find that there's um there's a huge lot of work to be done from
0: an athlete's point of view. You know, mm. yeah. I'm guessing the fact that the city sports has kind of uh, been, a, you know, such a big athletics event for this country, and the fact that yeah. it's centered in Cork. Is also the reason why we've had so many Cork athletes over the years as well. We seem to have more right. than yeah. than the other parts of the country. Well,
1: I always say to our lads, I say, "Why do we put why do we put this headache on ourselves over yeah. many many years?" Well, I said, you know, really, my my thinking about that is, if you show if you show young people, yeah, top class athletics or top class sports, whether it's hurling, football, golf, soccer, yeah, rugby, whatever the case may be, they imitate it, yeah. And stuff like that. And that's what it's all about, really, you know. And that's why we put ourselves through torture, I can tell you, some years. Yeah. uh, To put on an event like that. And it's for the city and county. Yeah. The city and county. We like those. We have a lot more people coming from the county than even from the city coming to the athletics event. It's great. And we had the likes of Phil Healy, uh, a marvelous athlete, and her sister Joan and all that. They're all great athletes, you know. And sometimes we, we kind of we kind of it goes over our head. Yeah. And then we we I started um, with the help of the River Lee Hotel mm. uh, the athlete of the month award fifteen years ago, and it's still going on.
0: And, and that's probably nice to recognise the various it takes, athletes. Is that's it? right. Yeah.
1: Well, we we have an athlete of the month award. And yeah. we get, have a lunch for 10 or 12 people, which in all fairness, we compliments from the River Lee. Yeah. And we are indebted to them. They give us, it's our headquarters for the Cork City Sports, actually yeah. over many, many decades. Yeah. They give us a free room for our meetings. Yeah. They give us all that. So like we're indebted today uh, to the likes of the River Lee Hotel. They're excellent people to deal with. Rory O'Connor there and the team, Lauren Hogan and all them. Yeah. They're so good to deal with, you know. They'll always... Make a way for us if we have a problem, you know. They're brilliant, brilliant. And those lunches are a nice
0: kind of recognition for people oh, as well. Yeah. Like they, they can are, yeah. bring their family and stuff. Yes, so I was
1: just going to say they bring the family and and they bring the family and they sit down with them for the hour or two and and have the meal. And as I said to them, you don't have to cook it all today, girls or boys. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But it was always uh, it was a nice occasion. You know? it was a nice occasion. All no, fairness and everything. We kind of spread it out from we have a lot of Leveil athletes and you get all the different clubs. Yeah, we try Best performance of the actual month will get the uh, the award, you know. And we have two judges, then Donald Monan, who is a member of our committee, and yeah. Liam O'Brien, as I said earlier on. They're all great people, like you Yeah. Yeah, uh, they make the decisions. I don't get involved, as yeah. you know. Stay back if I'm St- the chairman. Do you take and the I, photograph, I, 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 and I don't even take that. I have a friend of mine do that because he yeah. uh, Martin Martin does that. And I, I kind of normally have to make the presentation in yeah. you know, a lot of cases, yeah. And then we break it up for different different presentations, you know. But I can offer to the Echo then, and the '96 they do a nice job in it. Do a recording with the athlete and uh, and, and it appears is, on it appears then yeah. on during the week as yeah
0: yeah. You, yeah. you must get a great kick though when when you see some of them perform on the world stage then, and you see oh, them mean, mean, as as a young athletes getting that award. Right. You but know? actually,
1: some of the uh, continent like the international athletes, that perform at the sport. Mm. When you go to the European Championships next, you see them on television, and sometimes yeah. the commentator will say, "Well, look, his last performance was at the Cork City Sports yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the MTU, yeah. and I said the MTU are so good to us, it's extraordinary. Like yeah. they were, they've they've nearly handed it over to us. There's going to be a new track for next year's event for the 70th. Yeah. They're putting down a whole new athletic track in the, in the MTU.
0: And in the indoor one as and, well. And
1: indoor one as well. That's right. So we're delighted. They're indebted to Maggie
0: and what have you, the president there. Yeah. They're so good to us. And all the lads there, they're great to us, actually. And mm-hmm. it's great to have institutions like that, that back sport. That's right, yeah. And it kind of puts us on the map like the Americans have had for years, isn't it? Like That's right. They yeah. had the facilities for years. That's so. right,
1: yeah. And I find, you know, the... The families that support us and what have you year after year and mm. the likes of we say the busloads come from Limerick, Waterford, Kerry, Killarney, mm. yeah. West Cork. All the buses come for the day and stuff like that. So days events are like it starts at five and it finishes at nine, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. there's a lot of work goes into them for a few hours, I can tell you. Yeah. you know? There's a the technical side of it. Now we're a world athletics event, brand status which actually encourages uh, athletes to participate at it because they get actual point system to enter the Diamond League meetings and all that. Or if where they, they perform- can make money. Where they can make money. Yeah. So, like an actual add as well. So, they're, they're actually kind of, um, it's it's a great event now. It's a world event and we have criteria to keep to as well. We have Signage has to be A1. Sustainability yeah. type of thing has to be kept right. Yeah. And we are indebted to Cork City Council and Cork County Council who support us financially every year. It's fantastic to see it, being yeah. honest, you know. Yeah. And it's great for the city and county, as I say,
0: you know. And does it get covered on TV or anything does, like that? Uh,
1: well, we have live streaming as well. We have live yeah. streaming. TG Car did it up to the year before, of the, before the COVID. Yeah. And they didn't do it, yet, but we live streamed. It is on ESPN and it is on different things. You In know, the US? As well. yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, so, like, there's yeah. great feedback from that, you know. So, yeah.
0: dedicated athletics channels or something. Yes, yep. Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: That's right. And then it's live It's live on our website as well. Yeah. yeah. It's live on our website. So, like, there's lots of lots of things that we can do uh, and improve on. Because yeah. we're always there's room for improvement and no matter what you're at. And that's the kind of dedication we have of the team there that we have. And I have to say, I have to pay tribute to all the lads on the team. They're very good. We're, there's no one above the other. We all yeah. help one another and do what we can, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing you could do it with more support considering, you know, well, everyone tam- comes out to see the Olympics <laughs> or the World Championships, you know. I can, but I, I could tell about you well, well,
1: that that is the aim next year now, with the opening of the new track and whatever the case would be, mm. people will like to come out and see that and see the international yeah. athletes that are going to be performing there. And please God there will be a lot of good athletes there next yeah. year. You
2: know?
1: Yeah. See they, after COVID there's a lot of things had to be rebooted. Yeah. That weren't didn't take place. So the yeah. the programme is actually very tight. Yeah, There's a lot of things on in Diamond League, Matt. There's a kind of European Championships and there's so many things on. And like we're late now next year compared to what we were mm. before. And that's just because we had to fill that gap that was available to us.
0: And is it close and, to a World Championship
1: or European Championship? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's not that close. So we're okay. We're we're, we're in the yeah. middle of, of it. Like, you know what I mean? We're okay. And uh, we're hoping that everything will be okay next year. That there will be no more COVID touchwood. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers uh, crossed. Yeah, we're all hoping that in anyway, here that there'll be no more. I just see, see. there's other things around now which you have to be careful of as well. You know. And
0: yeah. will you keep going with the city sports, or will it will it ease off in the next well, couple like of years? I, I, I was suppo- we were supposed to have to
1: retire uh, the present executive was yeah. supposed to wind down on the seventies, which should have been two years ago. Okay. Because of COVID. So now we had, a, we stuck at 69. Yeah. This year, we're 70 next year. So you wanted to get to the 70? We want to get to the 70. We'll bring it to the 70 and we are at the moment, we are recruiting for a personnel to know where they come in and help us. We have a few people in mind now, but actually we're it's kind of at our next meeting now, there might be one or two people that will come in and kind of say, but we're not going to just walk away and leave them dead on the ground. Yeah. But we are going to cut back. We have to, I mean, uh I can't go forever, and yeah. as Terry Terry O'Rourke will be similar ages, and Frank Wally is the same. So, we're all we gave it we gave it our all really, and what have you, you know. And we'd like to see some younger people come in and yeah. help to take over, and, and go to the 80s if they can. <laughs> what the
0: case would be. But you won't walk away from a fully because I'd say you couldn't. Oh, Did you have such no, a no, passion I, for I, it I anyway? Wouldn't,
1: I I wouldn't I wouldn't leave everybody dry, but I'll tell you, I feel, I feel it's the time to pull back. Okay. You know, I feel for my health and stuff like that and my health. There is a time when you know that you'll have to slow down, you know, and you might be able to be involved in some other way rather than as chairman and stuff like that as well. But like I got to give it all and the lads are giving it all for next year anyway. We're going to have, we're we're looking for uh, ideas of what we will put on extra for for our 70th next year, which we're hoping will be a good one for everybody in Cork and County. Maybe a a ball or something or an awards or something. Would it be like a a dinner dance or something? That's right. Well, that's what we're looking at actually at the moment. Yeah. A 70th anniversary dinner. To celebrate it. Celebrate it, you know. Uh, That is in the planning at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That it'd be the, fantastic to get somebody, to, to, well, gets, the Cork speakers, yes, yes, yeah, over come the back and, and maybe yeah. have a question and answer uh, yeah. with them as well, you know, yeah. of what they thought of going back the years, you know. <laughs> uh, the likes of the Marcus O'Sullivan's, the Sonia's, and her daughter you now, Sophie, and all that. Uh, yeah. she, she ran a couple of years ago there as well for us. And she's a nice person as
0: well, but they're great. And amazing. Can we claim her, can we? Huh? And we claim Sonia's daughter as well? Oh yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, yeah we, we can, we can, yeah. Because yeah. it looks like she's going to be another superstar, oh, well, I think. She's good it? and
1: she's mm. an, a lovely person, a very yeah. nice girl, very nice, lovely personality. Very like Sonia, it's actually easy going and stuff yeah. as well, great, you know, kind of as well. I find, I find things are going okay, we'll get there, it's yeah. only going to be hard work for the yeah. next number of months, you know. I find Cork is a great sporting county, you know, uh, we have so much sport in Cork, like yeah. I'd say a lot of places are jealous because some people are there, they either play hurling or they play football. We yeah. play everything.
0: We don't specialise in anything. Sometimes it's to our detriment. To p- Sometimes you're right. You're yeah. right, actually.
1: You're right. Uh, the only thing I find, uh, to be honest which seems to be put in is that the hurling is a great game. I hurled yeah. myself with the Glen and stuff like that as well. And yeah. I cycle with the bars. So my granddad was a, a great cyclist. Yeah. My grandfather was a great cyclist. And he uh, he said, you're not, you're not hurling with the bars. We'll hurl with the Glen and you can cycle with the
0: bars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did they not cycle up in the Glen, no? <laughs> the, the hills. They, cycle, all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were good cycling. My grandfather was a great cyclist as well. And yeah. my father.
0: Yeah. i
1: immersed in them all now. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it was great times. And the landscape photography,
0: are you still doing it? Still,
1: uh, I'm, I'm a fascination for the landscape. Yeah. Any opportunity I get out and get out and about, when you have to be... Careful of cost now, travelling and stuff like that. Yeah. Petrol is expensive now. So, yeah. you don't want to be going places that you, you, I check my weather and I usually go for, I pick an area yeah. where I want to go and stuff like that as well. But I'm building the, atle- the archive all the time. I'd say one of my daughters, one of my daughters, or my son might eventually take over that side of it. Okay. You know, right down the line, because I'm putting it in order in the archive at the moment. So, I'm putting it all together. And do you sell them online then? You can sell them online through PayPal, but there's, this time of day now you get you will get a request for them all right. Yeah. But during the there you wouldn't as such. Yeah. So I mean a lot of people are using their phones now and stuff like yeah, that. Well. Yeah. No, I know the quality wouldn't be as good sometimes.
0: Tony, <laughs> I usually finish up the podcast mm-hmm. with three questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. the first question is So you've been in business for well over fifty years at this stage. mm mm-hmm. What tip would you give a business today? What? from your experience.
1: Uh, as I said to make sure of it that you have a good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Have a good bank manager. Yeah. Right. Have a good bank manager and watch your health. Your health and, is important. And discuss, discuss anything openly with your family. Yeah. Uh, get the advice from the family number one and have a good bank manager relationship with him. Yeah. Guess. And luckily I was very good with some of them with my managers over the years as well. I was never big money anyway, so I yeah, never. And I still yeah. haven't big money. Yeah. So, like in reality, I just keep keeping in contact with them, and I think that's what it's all about, really.
0: Mm.
1: If your family are happy,
0: what you're doing, they're your managers, really. Yeah. In a lot of cases, you know. Mm. Why do you think it's a case that a lot of businesses they they take too much of the burden on, they don't share it? That's it. Bang on. You, as my caring is sharing. Yeah. Our sharing is caring. Yeah. The other way you put it, you know. Yeah. yeah. The other question I have is what tip would you give an individual? I'm thinking they're now, you know, some of the younger people are out there. They're starting off. Maybe they're starting off in photography. Yeah. Like what tip would you give them? Well, I can tell you something for nothing. I
1: I would be slow. I would be slow to advise anybody to go into photography at the moment. Yeah. For the simple reason. It's a lonely trade at the moment now. And there's so many people using phones and cameras and whatever the case would be. And I'd say the best thing to do is to start photography working for a professional yeah. or working for somebody in the newspapers or yeah. get a job like that rather than actually going in on your own. Work for another organization, for another organization, company organization. or something. And yeah. then eventually, if you think it's okay with you, you'd branch out on your own. Yeah. But what you could do like I did, I didn't go out on my own straight away. I kind of did a few days here. I was I was working in the self drive business as I said to you. Yeah. I'd be still doing a bit of photography, over the case not big lot now, but it gets the feel of what it's all about really, you know. Yeah. And I can tell you, it's a lonely trade, let me tell you. A lonely trade. There's not too many people go out and and, they, and then you have so many people doing the what I call the fly by night type of stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they're they're doing stuff, they're taking the bread and butter out of your mouth, which has happened over the years. And what have you, they go, they're talking to you one minute the next thing they're taking off your business the yeah. next minute, you know. But I'm a very loyal person. I'll always say to a person, are you covering it for somebody? Yeah. Like the man the other night that was covering, all hard very well. And I said, if you're doing something for nothing, I'm not going to interfere with you. I'll do my own thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess. We are respectful of the, the other person. Because
0: in photography, it's very competitive as it's well. Com- it's competitive. It's, com- just it's, com- into the paper it's or competitive,
1: and all that type of thing, and whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. And nine times out of ten, I mean, I don't. I'd always send with no reproduction fee on my pay, on my age. Yeah, I'm yeah. paid by a client. Yeah, that's grand for me. Yeah, I'll send the stuff in with a no reproduction fee on my my yeah. stuff, so they know they don't have to pay me, or whatever the case may be. I know people have to live as well. So, but if you, if you're doing a job just for to do PR and to get it on the paper crazy stuff
2: yeah okay. you yeah. you
1: don't you don't make money that no. way i mean i've never made money in honest
0: sort of photography. never made money i yeah. only just enough to pay my way yeah that's been honest mm. the last question i have is we have a new section on the show it's in partnership with our, with our show sponsor skills base um, it's what skill do you need so if we take photography what's the essential skill you need for that industry personal skill personal personal skill with people You must love
1: people to be a photographer. You have to love people. If you don't love people, you're only wasting your time going into photography. Wasting your time. You have to have a good personality. Yeah. You have to be able to uh, chat with people on a one-to-one basis on whatever subject they're talking about. Yeah. But also to be kind and courteous to people and never to be kind of arrogant. Get rid of arrogance if
0: you're arrogant because you'll never make it. You have to be a good people person. People person. That's right, because you're constantly in conversation chatting to people and I'd imagine it's important moments in their life as well whether it's in business oh, or yeah. personal
1: because, and, I, and I have to say if I'm going in you dress for the occasion Yeah. if you're going into the law mayor's office you have to respect that office Yeah. and you dress accordingly yeah. if you're covering a football match you can dress in your jeans and jumper or whatever the yeah, case may be and yeah. you dress for the occasion if you're covering a dress dance or over the case may be, or whatever the case, you don't go in with a jeans and jump, you at least put in on a tie or a dress suit or whatever. Yeah. You know that kind of way, you dress for the okay. And that's why good friends of mine now in the city hall, I might have a dead always say that. Paul Miner, who was a good friend of mine in the city council in corporate affairs, he'd always say that. You'd never have to worry about Tony coming in. He'll always be dressed right.
0: That's it. And you're dressed you're just right today. It's been a fantastic yeah. um I suppose look back on your career yes it's not over yet well
1: yeah I kind of you know I I, I have to say that I'm um, I'm slowing down a bit but I'm feeling good health wise and I feel that's important I'm, I'm uh, I'm delighted to be here with you Stephen because I, I appreciate all the work you've done and fought and all your stuff there I, I always appreciate and I follow you there as well and you're doing a great job and keep it, keep it up
0: thanks a million Tony for coming in not at all you're welcome that wraps up this week's podcast Thanks again to our sponsor, Skillsbase app, which is a solutions provider for companies looking for mobile-first engagement and blended learning tools. To find out more information on what they can do, visit skillsbase.ie. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show, and get in contact with us on all social platforms. I will be back again next week with a brand new episode.